One particle of unatanium has a nuclear reaction with a flux capacitor, carry the two, changing its atomic isotoner into a radioactive spider. Fuck you, science! This podcast may contain horse language. <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. everybody get ready for the pod that rocks your bod it's now time for the flick smacks podcast here are your hosts and two true flyers scott and terence where are we well okay take three all right (laughs) hello and welcome to flick smacks i am your host scott and this is episode six of season four and I am your other host, Terrence. Oh, very good, Terrence. You're very classy. Classing up the joint. Yes. So um, everyone knows we have a new format. So, you know, I hate to, you know, repeat myself every time, but just those t- tuning in. Um, so we, the today's topic will be discussing, um, well, actually, no, first we'll recap. The last episode, we left you guys on a cliffhanger by not revealing to you what our topic would be as we normally do, because Terry had not done his homework and didn't come up with one. Well, um, this this back and forth thing is new, so I just yes. didn't really think about it. it that's fine. Uh, you're forgiven. But it allowed us to throw an audible and mix things up. and. We are going to have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest. Oh, and we goodness. picked a topic that would cater to our guest. And the topic is um, we will be counting down our top five favorite Pixar films. And I would like to welcome our guest, um, my sister, uh, Cindy. Hi. Thank Hi. You so much for having Yay. me. I'm Cindy. Yes. Thank you. Don't have to like put up your hands to the crowd. Nobody can see you waving <laughs> to them. You know, it's, 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 this no, we can see. Here. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, the audience. Yeah, can't I'm see. raising the roof for those who can't see me. <laughs> yes. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. That's thanks excellent. very much for having me. Yes. I appreciate you guys catering to my whims because, um, yeah, ain't no way I could participate in much of your horror movie talk. <laughs> so. But what about horror movie talk? Horror movie. I'm all about the horror movie. Bring okay. it on. Okay. Yeah, um, but not. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's a it's a pleasure to have you. You are our third <laughs> official guest. Um, so, but it's been like probably close to a year since we've had a guest. But it's it's very nice to have you. Um, Thank you. And you are a loyal listener. I believe I you've listened to every episode potentially. Yes, I have. Yeah, and you've even repeated some episodes. I think there was one I listened to. I think you listened to Shark Exorcist more than once. Did you not? I think I may have. Yeah, I listened to it. Yeah, I listened and then I got Sean to listen to it. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, you know, you pick, you know, you pick the best movie to have a re listen to. So, so good. Yeah. Yep. So, you essentially listened to the Shark Exorcist podcast more times than anyone's ever seen Shark Exorcist? I, it's possible. Yes. Fair enough. 
You've spent more time in the world of Shark Exorcist than Terry and I have, and we reviewed it. So that's a free publicity. Yes. Feeling kind of shameful now. (laughs) I didn't realize that I dove into those waters. Yeah, well, I doubt they filmed in water. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's it was it sounded incredible. So yeah, yeah, I mean it's such in quote sharks in it. I don't think I'll watch it. But anyway, anyway, so that's our introduction. Um, so now we will kind of jump into our personal challenges, our personal goals from the last podcast. Um, Cindy will be able to participate in this because she and I spoke um, offline beforehand and she established a challenge for herself uh, for this podcast. So we will see if this newcomer is able to live up to the challenge, unlike a co-host who will be remain unnamed well let me just get this out of the way right now. okay oh no so i said i was gonna watch phantasm and phantasm 2 yes you did because i'm like oh it's on shutter now i've resubscribed but phantasm 2 is not shutter phantasm 2 is not on shutter but part one so three I, four five yes I watched, I watched phantasm the original yes um i did get that in yeah. Under protest because uh the whole reason I wanted to do it was because I hadn't seen Phantasm 2. Mm-hmm. But then I just decided, hey, I can't come back to this podcast. So you had to at In least do part shame, of it. The shameful manner that I've been carrying on lately. Yes. So I did watch Phantasm. Okay. Good to know. Um and that was a rewatch, right? Because you you have seen it before. Oh, I've seen it lots of times before. Yeah. So, um, the music is probably my favorite favorite part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that um, it was in '78, and the mm-hmm. remake wasn't until like '88. Yeah. Or '89 or something. It was a long gap. So I'll yeah. watch Phantasm two someday. Okay. Um, if you want to chime in, Cindy, because I know you're a huge Angus Scrim fan. So well, I was gonna first I was gonna say, what is Phantasm? <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh it's a horror movie. Oh. Yeah, it's well, about, uh, about the tall man. A weird looking tall man who's a grave robber that comes from space or something. Yeah. And there's a there's a flying <laughs> silver orb uh-huh. that goes and like stabs people in the head and you know blood shoots out the other side of the orb. Yeah. So you know, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I what I mean, and obviously it's a story that needs to be told in like what 17 parts? How many oh, yeah. are there? I think there's five now. Yeah, I well, think there's five. Lot. And one came out with within the last couple of years. Yeah, just wow. before Angus Scrim died. Yes. Oh. See, mm. when you say phantasm, I think of Mask of the Phantasm, which is a very oh, yes. different movie. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and, awesome. and I have Batman, seen right? that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mark Hamill's not in this one. No, no, no. Well, then, then what's the point? That's true. Yeah. So uh, I can go with mine now, or uh, Cindy, if you would like to take the lead, you can go ahead and and reveal yours and whether you match. Okay. It well, or not. I'll, I'll 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 take the lead here. Okay. But first, I have a question for you. Yes. What is the rule number? What is rule number one? Party. Party. Yes. <laughs> that means I watched my movie. Yes. I watched Peter Butter Falcon. Yes. And uh, we found that part very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, you usually don't recommend movies to me that I'm going to hate. So yes. 
I didn't expect to be disappointed. Um, it was, yeah, it was really, really sweet. It was mm-hmm. very touching. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> Sean, like he watched it with me and his favorite part was when, uh, when uh, Shia LaBeouf's character uh, just uh, cold cocks an eleven-year-old, but who yes. doesn't? Who is yes? <laughs> who in their life has not wanted to punch a snotty eleven-year-old? I, I, I want saying what I know of Shia LaBeouf. That probably wasn't in the script. <laughs> it kind of felt like he just got up the stairs yes. and just turned and went smash, and then yeah. dove off. What are they going to do about it? But it because yeah. it felt like wow, that didn't seem planned. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, he he took he did that for all of us who've ever wanted to punch a snotty eleven year old in the face. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, I don't know. I don't want to give lots away mm-hmm. because you know our, I mean it's your fans may watch it. It's, yeah, but you know, we we do spoilers yeah. all the time. So I know, it's not, but it's not a big deal. Yeah, um, but it's, this isn't a spoiler. But it was uh, interesting to see Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes, and he has aged interestingly. <laughs> So, he's he's a he's had a rough go at it yeah he looks like he's seen some stuff outside yeah. the ring it's been mm-hmm. a hard road for old jake yes <laughs> really has i mean it and really then you has. have all that uh-huh. plus not being invited to that kid's birthday i mean you have that as well yeah that was the meanest <laughs> thing he could think to say to him yeah, was, that is you're like, not coming to my birthday <laughs> that is the worst thing that zach could say to anybody yes and also like there was a Sean asked because he, he missed what Zach had said mm-hmm. when he says to my child's character, I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. So this is him. I give, <laughs> I can't even say that, probably cry. I, I give you all my birthday wishes. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Just talk. It was really beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a oh, great it's movie. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I think it's a true story. So, Actually, I don't think it is. But... Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. And Jake was playing himself. So, um, so my personal challenge was to, I just picked a movie at random through a movie randomizer, and oh I finally landed on uh, the 1945 Agatha Christie adapted movie. Um, and then there were none, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. based on the Ten Little Indians nursery rhyme. Mm-hmm. And um, I started watching it on Prime, mm-hmm. but it was the colorized version and it was very poorly colorized like it was awful so i had to try to see if i could find it somewhere else and i found it on the canopy app i'm not sure if you guys are aware of the canopy app that's great don't know what that is it's you sign up through the library if you have a library card you can sign up through this app and you have an access to so many movies it's crazy like things that you don't find anywhere else it's 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 pretty great and you you, can, the, you watch them online or you rent them from the library you watch them online you stream them right so they have all this digital library and you just you stream them you're allowed up to 10 a month that's their thing and then new months start you get another 10 movies but yeah they have <clears throat> pardon me like ton of stuff like criterion stuff they have like stuff that came out this year like they have yeah it's 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 really it's it's a good app so. and you, all you got to do is have a library card all you have to do is have a library card. Anywhere in the country? It doesn't matter yeah. where you live. Yeah, I think so. It's as long as you frequent long, the library. Because you, you <laughs> sign in through your email, and then yeah. you find your library, and then you put in your library card number, and then, then you're linked in your accounts there, and you can have you know millions of documentaries and 
yeah, new release and there's a good horror selection, Cindy. So um good. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, horror or horror? Oh, both. I mean, I know you're a fan <laughs> of both. So I love a horror uh, horror. Yeah, I think there's yeah. like spy cam horror movies. So, you know, you <laughs> excellent so, you know, yes um you know me so well <laughs> yes and so yeah that's that was the movie i watched it was um it was good i mean it's you know it's, these 10 people are invited to this island where there's only this one house by this mystery person and they've turns out they've all committed some crime of murder or something like that that they haven't been charged with and get away with and then one by one they just start getting killed off and they don't know who's you know is is it an outsider is it one of them and so they don't know who it is and so it was suspenseful i didn't figure it out until you know until it happened but yeah was... well yeah i think we um i had the book mm. and then uh i what i mostly remember about the book is that uh, at, at one night a uh, one they're uh, running low on food but they have somebody puts together a meal of tinned tongue I was like, yummy. No, they that that doesn't happen. They they do. No, it's it's not that they ran out of food. It's just the person who prepares the food yeah. dies, and so oh, they right. can only have like salad and cold meat are the only things that they're being served. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yummy, yummy so, tin tongue. And it's also yeah. British, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. so it was yeah, it was good. I mean, it's a typical nineteen forty five. Got kind of dialogue and banter and that that kind of stuff you, know, you can just certainly tell at what age it was filmed but uh yeah no it's good no monkeys yeah. though so it's just what oh yeah. man yes that's a shame that is it is a, it is a crying shame mm-hmm. so right. um yeah so do so terry do what so is watching phantasm 2 your next nope. challenge nope. or have you come up with something else no nope. i'm uh i'm gonna watch a movie that i've had for you know since we worked at the warehouse together yeah i haven't even opened that i haven't seen yet oh so i'm gonna watch fury okay oh yeah that the, the, Brad- the, sherman, it, the sherman tank movie yes that that has shia LaBeouf in it exactly there you go and Brad the reason I picked it is because I was looking through John Barenthal's um, right. filmography. And I didn't realize he was in it. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, I'm going to watch this then. Okay, good on you. Are you aware of John Barenthal, Cindy? Uh, I don't know. He plays the Punisher in the Netflix series of The Punisher. And he's been in other things as well. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Yeah. Never saw that. Mm-hmm. I've probably seen him. What? Sicario. What Don't Sicario. The accountant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No. What have you been doing? <laughs> so, Clearly not watching enough of that guy's movies. John Barthol. You're missing out. Yeah. He was he was on the first two seasons of The Walking Dead. So you know that. Mm, yeah, you're just ticking yeah. all my boxes. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> It's right in your wheelhouse. Um, Just uh, yeah, I so, think I know who he is. Yes, he's 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 a man. There you go. That narrows it down. And his name is John. Um, so so my my challenge is I um 
I tried to do the randomizer again and I other kept coming up with I isolated to horror films because it was is October um but I kept coming up with stuff other that wasn't available or I've already seen or there's no effing way I'm watching that thing because you know that's not that podcast anymore mm-hmm. um so then I finally went okay I'm gonna go to IMDB and I'm going to click on, you know, horror as the keyword. And I'm going to rearrange all the ones, horror movies that come up with the ones that have the most votes to the least amount of votes. And I'm going to find the highest one that I haven't seen. And that was Constantine that I'm going to. Oh, watch. oh, yes. Hey, hey, Terry likes it. So, oh, no, I don't watch know. your watch your tongue. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't yes. seen it. The but movie Constantine. Yes, I, yeah, I like it. You said you liked it, didn't you? It's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, I'm apparently, not, Keanu was quite miscast. No, how dare you? No. Yeah, he was. So, but... How dare you? Anyways, I'm going to watch it just because no, I haven't seen it. And um, yeah, because it has Keanu. Like wasting a couple hours of your life. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's, it's 121 minutes. So yeah, it will be a, a couple hours wasted. But I'll be spending it with Keanu. So that's time well wasted. Oh. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Spending it with Canadian Keanu Reeves. Exactly. His mom used to be. It was Anne Murray's costume designer. That's excellent. Yeah. Wow. Might as well just end the podcast now. No one's going to top that. (laughs) Mic drop. There you go. Yep. All right. So let's move on to the point of the episode, and we will discuss our top five. Pixar films. This week, the guys are joined by Cindy, sister of Scott and true fan of the podcast. Maybe the only one. Flix Max brings to you this week's list. Our favorite Pixar movies. And um why why not let our guest go first with her number five pick? Okay. Thank you very yes. much. Mm-hmm. Um it's funny because my top five, it's a lot of the movies could be rearranged. Yeah, like we, you guys we, sometimes are yeah. not need to do that. Yeah. Um, I have a number one for sure. Yes. But it will it kind of depends. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna just say kind of the order I watch them in. Um okay. am I I guess so my fifth one, uh it's the first Toy Story. Right. I I know that, you know, and compared to you know the way Pixar improved in their animation, it certainly changed. Mm-hmm. But because they're toys, it still works. The kid right. Sid is scary to begin with. So yeah. it's fine if he still looks horrifying um, because I've seen the movie so many times. I started like noticing more of the background stuff that I hadn't really noticed before. Like a lot of the books on the shelf in Andy's room are names of their first shorts, like Tin right. Toy and yeah. stuff and uh, stuff like that. And uh, it's just, it's a really, really good story. I really love the, the, you know, the camaraderie um, between Woody and his, and his toy friends. And then how Buzz comes along and just, shakes everything up yes and uh i just i love i love the voice work all the act the actors are fantastic um you know the famous wilhelm scream right yes that scream that's in every movie okay i didn't notice it until this time when buzz falls out the window they give him the scream which yes. i had never noticed before okay. and uh i also didn't really put two and two together that when buzz realizes he's a toy by seeing it on a television commercial mm-hmm. there's a passed out dad yeah. <laughs> sitting in the chair like the, like, that that Sid's oh, dad probably probably yeah because yeah, I think that's where he sees it he sees it at Sid's house so because it's yeah, Sid's sister Sid's. that uh, 
turns yes, into he Yes, Miss Mrs. Whatever. Nesbitt. So, Mrs. Nesbitt, yeah, so it's yes. like the guy's sitting in the chair. He's passed out. He's got cans beside him. He's got a guitar leaning against the television and stacks of like scripts or paper or something. So it's like this guy's, this is this guy's room of broken dreams. And that's yeah. where Buzz went. And his dreams were broken. And that's, that's where, room. that's where I'm recording from tonight. My room of broken <laughs> dreams. <laughs> broken dreams. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wow, touched a nerve. Um, yeah. so anyway, but uh, yeah, and I absolutely love it because it was a, you know, I, it was the first Pixar movie, obviously, and yeah. I saw that with Dad in Langford, mm-hmm. whatever that theater was called, uh, Caprice. Caprice, Caprice yeah. Theater, probably, yeah. And uh, there were lots of dads there with their daughters, and um, I was twenty-two, and they were like four, <laughs> so yes. it was fine. But it was. I nice actually think I saw it at the theater with Dad too. Oh, I know maybe, when man. You were there. Yeah, so I would have been twenty. So yeah. Yeah, and that's fun. So uh, yeah, so that's uh, I guess that's Your number five in the top that... five. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Terrence. So I'm just gonna say Scott already knows this. I haven't seen a lot of Pixar movies, um, so I'm just gonna keep mine short and sweet because um, these I've maybe besides one I've maybe seen once or twice. Um, so, uh, my number five is Wally. Um, mm-hmm. I've only seen it once, but I love space and I love robots. So that's why it's on my list. And you love lamp. I love don't, lamp. I don't, I love gum. Okay. <laughs> lamp. Lamp. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Cause we can, we can, I am assuming it's, that movie's going to come up again. And so we can go into further detail when it does. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like I've seen 19 of the 24 Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. The only ones I haven't seen are the cars movies. I haven't seen any of them. Cause you know, I'm not going to support anything that Larry, the cable guy does. That's just, <laughs> that's just not so happening. First one. And there's how many after two or three, there's three, it goes, there's three cars. I haven't okay. seen monsters university. Oh, that's actually really good. And I haven't that's seen good. A, a good dinosaur or the good dinosaur. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen that, one that either. either, but I've seen all the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. With this compiling this list, I tried not to have any sequels within the list. Like if I mm-hmm. picked one of a series, I didn't have the sequel in, in the top five or whatever as well. So, um, so that limited, you know, some of the picks and I'm, you know, not necessarily digging the bottom but you know, I might be picking some scraping. Yes, but anyways, mm-hmm. my number five is is a Bug's Life. You know, a lot of oh, people okay. don't care for Bug's Life, but I like I really like Bug's Life. Um, you know, gets good old Canadian Dave Foley as 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 the lead, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's 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 fun movie. I mean, it's a lot of people are using it as an allegory for what's going on right now, um, mm-hmm. but it's um, but yeah, no, it's. It's fun. It's got a good, good cast of characters with all the, you know, when they go to the circus and he meets, you know, goes to Flea Circus. And of course, John Rassenberger is, is there and it's mm-hmm. got, you know, yep. good voices, good thing. I mean, it came out same year as Ants, which mm-hmm. had almost the identical story, which I still enjoy Ants individually. Um, but, you know, no, Bugs Life is a, is a fair movie. It is. And yes. Sean actually asked me to give a shout out to Dave okay. Foley. Yes. It's just the whole 
Mr. Spacey thing makes it awkward now. So oh. I have trouble with his movies. So mm. yeah, but, do but I don't. He, I don't. Do you think he took agree. advantage of some of the young ants? Was yeah, you may have. Yes, because he's a pig. Yeah. So, um, but I, I do like Bugs Life. That was a good one too. Mm-hmm. But Richard Kind yeah. is in it, so yes, he is. Yes, he's he's great. Yeah, I love Richard Kind. So all right, so uh, you're number four, Cindy. Oh, okay. Um, to say my number four is uh, it's Monsters Inc. Okay. I had a lot of nostalgia with that one just because it was one source I absolutely loved mm-hmm. when they were a kid. So we've watched that one a lot. Um, I just I got a lot of the opening is really fun. That stylistic animation with all the doors and the kind of mm-hmm. the jazzy sort of music. Um, and uh, I don't know. I like the, the sort of the odd couple sort of feel between Scully and uh, and Mike. Or Sully, rather, not Scully. Scully. Scully and Mulder. That would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> X-Files meets Monsters, Inc. Scully's yeah. just living there. Anyway, I enjoyed the, uh, the I enjoyed their camaraderie. And I don't know, it's just really cute. Like, the voice work is great. I mean, Steve Buscemi is amazing. I mean, John Goodman, everybody's wonderful. Um, and, uh, you know, Boo was adorable. And, yeah, it's just... And, and, and some Steve of the Buscemi. Funniest- See, that's what I said. Yeah, I said yep, Randall, yep. Steve Buscemi. He's oh. uh, he's great. Um, did you just burp? No, <laughs> I just went. Hey, hey, kind of <laughs> <thing>. no. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's a funny because uh, I'm married to an animator and sources in animation. I know a lot yes. of animation facts. The whole scene where Sully thinks that Boo is in mm-hmm. is crushed. It's terrifying. What are you doing? That's well, the to... most out of focus oh, oh, right, thing I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Yeah, you guys can so, see that. I don't know. Yeah, I just got some in. message pop up that said we now have unlimited minutes. Yeah, just for this one. Yeah, it's a it's a gift because it's our first one. So yeah, we, oh, we're okay. not going to have okay. to break this. So all right. Yeah. Sorry, so, this is just technical Zoom talk, everybody. Yes, no problem. You know, I right, mean, so. I mean, some people do tune in for that, and That's, you know, we we sprinkle it throughout some episodes, <laughs> so it's like an Easter egg when we talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then they also can't skip it because they mm-hmm. don't know like how long it's going to be it might pop up again exactly so exactly yeah yeah so anyway the whole the thing the animation where skull uh, I keep scully sully thinks that boo is in the in the cra- trash compactor yeah. uh, which is ter- a terrifying scene i mean we know that she's okay he doesn't that a- animation is actually almost completely the same as the, it's an old cartoon with the dog and he thinks the puppy, uh, the uh, kitten has been mm. crushed in some mm. sort of machine. It's almost taken, like, animated exactly like that. It probably is an homage to that uh, that piece of animation. So I've always found mm. it very funny and tragic yes. <clears throat> at the same time. So Well, then. Yeah. La-di-da. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Terry, you're number four. Uh, my number four is Toy Story 2. Okay. I have actually seen all the Toy Stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I think two is my favorite because just because it introduces a bunch of new characters and um, it's just fun movie. Um, you know, it's typical kids fare. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good adventure. It's got Newman in it. It's got Newman in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say right now. And yeah, I, I know think, what you're going to say. <laughs> you're going to say 
this <laughs> this is probably my least favorite of the Toy Stories, just because. Mm-hmm it highlights Joan Cusack so much. And I'm not really a huge fan of Joan Cusack, especially when she does all the frantic yelling and stuff like that. It's just a little too much. And so that it ranks down on my list because, because of that. How dare you? Yeah, I agree with you, Terry. How dare you? Because she's hilarious. And Jesse is such a sweet character. She's like one of the best characters in the whole series. No, no. No, Key and Peele okay. as as the stuffed dolls in part oh, four. Oh, I guess Toy Story four. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> or or Forky. Forky's yeah. great too. Yeah, Forky. yeah so those are. <laughs> I'm trash. I'm trash, uh, and he's proud of it. Yeah. It's, he's not ashamed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Sorry. um, my number four is a newer one, or no? What, what am I doing? You know what? Forget that. Be- it, this is a newer one, but it's not as new because I'm reading off a different list. So ignore that. Um, so my number four is Coco. Um, oh. I think this is a wonderful movie. It's it's a beautiful story, extremely touching and emotional, um, dealing with you no know, loss and you know your past and you know lost memories and recovery and you know unfinished business and life and death and all that kind of stuff and it's you know at the end when he plays the song for his grandma and she's finally remembers all these different things and just starts telling him all this story and then he realizes who a certain person he was or a certain person he met who they actually were in relation to him and that there was a whole lie that was that was you know he'd been told um and i think one of the most interesting things about it is you know the kid was hired as the actor um, and they were going to plan on to have somebody else do the singing, but then they realized that he could sing as well. So I'm like, oh, okay, you can do the singing. But what's awesome is that there's a lot of guitar playing that they, the fingering used to guitar was the actual fingering. Mm-hmm. They, they did the detail of the animation so much that, that it matched the actual fingering for, for the guitar playing, which is, crazy like you know that mm-hmm. would take forever to do but uh it it it's a yeah it's it's a heartwarming moving movie and it's beautifully animated and you know this the sequence when he's on when the well, i think when his dog turns into that kind of that dragon type dog and that's flint i can't remember whether in the afterlife it turns into something else or whatever i can't remember exactly but it, it's it's really nice animation and um again no monkeys but it's it's fine it's okay it's yep. okay maybe yep. one day maybe one day mm-hmm. and, and 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 your number three my number three uh well i'm probably i'm it could be sometimes maybe three sometimes maybe two whatever it's a finding nemo right i love that one it's just so beautiful the voice work is just well i mean usually the voice work in pixar it goes without saying it's usually amazing mm-hmm. um the music in that one, this is my favorite, is a theme. Absolutely. Just it's one of my favorites of all mm-hmm. the Pixar movies. It makes me cry. And uh, it's just the it just I love a story with a really earnest lead. And he mm-hmm. all he just wants to do is find his kid. And it's yeah. just like I like the movie because it's got like one goal and, he, you know, he's you know, the whole movie is driven towards that. Um, and it's just I don't know. It was just it was so beautiful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. so articulate it was yeah it's just really really moving 
Um, yeah. The colors are gorgeous. Like all okay. the underwater yeah, I mean, yeah, the stuff. Underwater stuff. Yeah, that, it's that just an, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's just really funny too. Mm-hmm. Like it's 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 very humorous. Um, and uh, the sharks are terrifying. <laughs> for somebody who does not like watching underwater scenes, uh, the hardest parts were definitely the sharks. But they're nice. And they're funny. Yeah, I know fish are friends, not food. I, mm-hmm. I get that. But when Bruce's eyes go black, so he looks yeah. like a uh, great white. Uh, yeah, I still have a little bit of trouble with that. I saw the movie in the theater, and that first time I saw it in the theater was the only thing when we were when Sorsha was little, we would skip the beginning scene where oh, uh, Coral gets eaten dies. by yes. whatever that barracuda thing barracuda. is or whatever that. Yeah, um, but barracuda. then Sean and I barracuda. When the first time Sean and I saw it in the theater, there was a little girl in the front row who, after when they cut back and Coral's gone, and it's just marlin and the one yeah. egg where's carl so where's carl uh, where's carl <laughs> yeah so it's for a kid uh yeah so it's one of these movies where um oh, mom's dead um yeah. this is a theme for a lot of movies it's like mm-hmm. bambi underwater oh yeah yes <laughs> yeah it's cute because well, yeah, yeah, a lot of movies use that around. where it's they use the death of the guy's wife as a motivator for him yeah. to be doing things it's like, like john they, wick Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, no. Well, well, that was more the death of the dog as the motivator. Yes, that's true. That yeah, mm-hmm. for, I know the story of John Wick, but yes, surprisingly, I've never seen it. Um, what? Funny, They're awesome. You know the, you know the comedian Jim Jeffries? Yes. Yeah. He always he has a whole joke about that. Oh, he's like, oh, mom's dead. And that's yeah. like, there's so many shows and movies are based on one parent. That's yes. the start of the story. It's about the father overcoming the death of his wife. And that's the catalyst for him to be able to do things like he couldn't do that thing with his wife still alive. Now he had to, you know, that had to yeah, be he, his stepping stone. Yeah, exactly. He couldn't. Yeah. Well, you know, but maybe if his wife is alive, he wouldn't have to have that kind of adversity in his yes. life. I don't know. Anyway, All right. so All right. that's, that's, that's your number three. Uh, and yeah. parents. Oh, it's my turn. It is your uh, turn. Um, my number three is Inside Out. Okay. Um, it's probably the most recent Pixar movie I watched. I, I don't know why I watched it, but I did. And I really enjoyed it because yeah. I have I have all of those emotions and feelings inside my body, too. Yes. So hey, that's good. So I could relate with most of those characters, except for sadness, because I don't really get sad about anything. No. That might be something you want to get looked at. I'm just okay. kidding. I get sad when animals are hurt. That's yes. About it. Oh, okay. Or when or when Bing Bong dies in in Inside Out. I th- yes. I felt yes. Mm, Bing Bong. I felt that was calculated <laughs> and annoyed um, me. I just thought it was a pretty cool concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good voice it's, cast. It's Amy Poehler, so I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. She's pretty cheerful. She's joy. As am I. Yes. You, 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 you're, I was going to hear a lot like Amy Poehler. Yeah, you're joy say. personified. You're, you're, we, get, uh, we get mixed, mixed up, up all the time on the street. Yes. <laughs> yeah, are you Amy Poehler? Or are, they, are they confused between Amy Poehler or Leslie Nope? And they just they don't know. They confuse me with exactly. Les, Leslie Nope mostly. Yeah. You're yeah. constantly talking about parks and yes, yelling parks. at people in parks. And yeah. female politicians. You just, you oh, just talk about them all the time. Yeah. yeah. Bureaucracy. You love that. That's that's the spice of life, bureaucracy. 
Um, my number three is uh, The Incredibles. Um, this is, it's just, it's a great action film other than just, you know, it's being a great animated film, like the, the set pieces and action choreography for these are, are great. I mean, obviously it's just, it's a riff off, not rip off, but a riff off of um, Fantastic Four with a lot of what everybody can do. And, you know, Mr. Incredible is, you know, the thing and, you know, the wife is Mr. Fantastic and the girl is Invisible Girl and then the little boy is probably the only thing, but the baby has is Human Torch and that kind of stuff. But it's, it's very funny. Um, uh, I know Jason Lee's voice kind of annoys me sometimes in the, in the movie, his, his character. I didn't really care for his character arc that much, but um, like the reason why he became a villain, it just kind of, I don't know, seemed kind of forced. Um, I can see the face you're making, Cindy. Um, I said nothing. Yes. I'm just sitting here. And, I, and it, Samuel L. Jackson is great as Frozone. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a fun movie. I mean, I like the sequel as well. Um, but you know, the f- first one, I, Brad Bird is such an amazing animation writer and director. You know, Iron Giant and stuff. And so, and then he became a good live action director with one of the Mission Impossible's and Tomorrowland. I don't know if you've seen Tomorrowland, but it's I've never have seen it. No, it's it's charming. It's got Hugh Laurie in it, and and Isn't George and, Clooney in that. And George Clooney, yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, it's not that I haven't wanted to see it. I just haven't. But you have the Disney app, so you can watch it right now. I'm not going to. But you could. Yeah. So, I can do anyways. a lot of things. I, so, yeah. Anyway. So that's anyways, number yeah, three. that's my number three. Now, right. Cindy, take a number two. Okay, well, this might surprise people, uh, but my number two is Onward. Okay. Yeah, I really, really liked that one. It was mm-hmm. very surprising. I watched it uh, last year, not long after we all had to stay in our homes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect. And it, I just, I really, really enjoyed the story between the two brothers. Um, I mean, clearly, Chris Pratt's fantastic. But I feel if Jack Black was younger, they would have cast him. Because right. it was so much like a Jack Black performance. Mm-hmm. Um and I just like the way that they changed the, the fantasy world into the modern world. Like the skyscrapers still have like turrets, like they still kind of look like castles and stuff. And just how everybody integrated into kind of like our society without it feeling con- really contrived. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed like, yeah, I, I enjoyed the music. It's very epic, very fantasy based. And because mm-hmm. like Sean loves D&D and, and magic, mm-hmm. the card game. I knew a lot, I actually got a lot of the references without right. having to ask him. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just, I really, I, I enjoyed the fact that spoiler, but at the end, the story that what you thought it was going to lead up to mm-hmm. didn't, it ended yes. up being not the, the younger kids um, journey. He realized he, he, his journey ended sooner. He realized who the father figure in his life was. So yes, he left that moment for his brother. And I thought that was really beautiful. And mm-hmm. I really, really enjoyed it. Yes. So, yeah. That's my number two. It's, it's on my list. I want to watch it. Yeah. Just because the one, fun. the one character wears a <laughs> denim vest and they drive a mm-hmm. van. And that's yeah. Right, yeah. Up, right up my, that's right up my alley. That's yes. Yeah. Thing, so. And the dad, I mean, the, like, I don't know how much you know about the movie, but, nothing okay well there's some pants 
that are animated and it's really funny <laughs> just the way that this the animation of the pants um yes, is, only is half the dad was comes back comes comes back for, for, so yeah, for the first time. just the pants come just yeah, his bottom well, the lower half the lower half yeah. but yes yes but it's anyway but it's this just the way they do it it's still they still manage to make it work yeah. and i think amy polar is one of the sprites she's not credited but i would hmm. bet money it's her you don't she know. sounds like an angry an angry amy polar but she's it's quite funny anyway yeah, yeah no it was good yeah mm-hmm. well then mm-hmm. so now terry you're trying to take a number two uh my number two is ratatouille mm-hmm. i think i liked it because it's the least disney does that make sense it's like the least what is about rats <laughs> yeah but you know what i mean like it's it wasn't glitzy or like toy story or you know and like they the voice cast isn't you know typical well yeah I mean, that they'd get you know what like, i mean yeah pat yeah pat and all this is like brad, pat brad, Ger- brad garrett even yeah. james ramar you know? yeah and yeah and um and i just pat the story, kind of break up the story is cool like you know if a rat can make ratatouille you know mm-hmm. the world's a better place so yeah i think that's the moral of the story it is and that's why it's my number two okay wow okay all right scott scott my number two i was i almost read from the other list again so Stop. what if throwing throw, throw for a loop I, I will reveal the other list after um okay my number two is toy story um you know the first one again as you commented cindy the animation is so far below the level that it is now um like the quality like the edges aren't as sharp and you know, they've kind of seem like they're floating rather yeah. than connecting with things yeah but but it's just so i i think this is i think this is the funniest of all of them because it's yeah. I think the first time you've seen them, so it's kind of more fresh, and so they can have. It's not like all the other ones are referencing the first movie, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of running gags and all that kind of stuff. So it's more of a nostalgia laugh instead of like laughing for the first mm-hmm. time. And you know, you when you first heard that, you know, it's going to be, you know, Tom Hanks and Tim Allen. You think, oh, great, Tim Allen. You know, he's done Home <laughs> Improvement, so you know, you know. Disney owned ABC. So, you know, they're going to, you know, try to push that. Um, but he was, he was great. He was great. And, yeah. You know, he, 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 I can't hear anybody else do that part anymore. And it's just so many, just little throwaway lines that I still laugh at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, you know, Don Rickles is still there and all this stuff. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it was amazing. Like it's obviously it's a, it's a landmark film. You know, it's the first, mm-hmm full-length computer animated film and so it's everything is followed from that and you know this was you know started a new era of animation so yeah yeah, no it's uh it's lovely well there you go yes Hmm. so i think i know what your number one's gonna be uh i don't know you don't know me yeah Yeah, my number one is do do see i have an edna shirt on Ooh, aren't you special yeah um it's the incredibles mm-hmm. uh but uh for most of the reasons scott has already listed it's not but the thing is it's not just one of my, my favorite pixar movie it's one of my favorite animated movies it's one of my favorite movies period i've seen it so many times um i just i love everything about it 
the movie, like the uh, the music, the interaction between the characters, the the struggle of Bob. No, sorry, yeah, it's Bob, right? I mm. literally just watched it again tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it's also I have to let you know in New Brunswick it's quarter to eleven, and I'm usually yes. in bed by nine thirty. Yeah, a little fair enough. Yeah. So, anyways, but it's just uh, the this you know that beaten down guy mm-hmm. is so well portrayed. Yeah. And you know, and the mom just trying her best. She's given up yes. what she wanted to do to help you know take care of her kids, and so it really resonated with me on a lot of levels. And that that never changes. Like, there's always something different I can relate to every time I watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just and Brad Bird is. Edna is, it's just amazing. It's just one of my favorite things ever. He makes me laugh so much. And um, I, but anyway, since Scott's already talked about a lot of that, I won't go into much more mm-hmm. detail, but when Sean and I saw it in the theater, <clears throat> um, the movie, uh, it began, the short for it is Bounded. Right. The dancing, which is my favorite of the shorts <laughs> as well. And uh, the part in it where, uh, but lucky says any and the sheep breaks into high step and dance like right. sean still laughs because i almost fell out of my chair because it was so unexpected the sheep right. just preening and then he breaks down to dance anyway it's it's my so both those together it's funny how they're they're both yeah. my favorite and then i watched incredibles 2 right after tonight mm-hmm. it's there's parts of it i love and then there's mm-hmm. parts of it that i just want to i don't like the sister Mm. very like i don't like the way she's animated i don't like her character i right. find her very forced i find her you know some of her animation be like look how casual i am sitting in this chair without shoes and i just find it i, I always feel that way i feel liberated and empowered when do i'm not you? wearing shoes. And you, got, you can't sit normally on a chair you gotta no. like slump um yeah. but some of the animation like some of the i mean the animation is fantastic obviously but some of the stuff is really really great i mean of course you know bob odenkirk's wonderful but also mm. the first time i realized jonathan banks has replaced bud lucky as the, mm. the interrogator guy and it's like yes yeah. he's awesome i love him cool. so anyways okay that's my number one well I, i'm just gonna say just because before we move on my favorite mm-hmm. pixar short is mm-hmm. for the birds oh that's a good one too that was before yes. monsters inc i think i think so that's but yeah that's yeah. that's my favorite one so that's a really good one i don't no, I've maybe don't have seen one. a couple. I, I know the, the lamp was animated at one point in one of the shorts, wasn't it? Like the Pixar yes. lamp? I don't know. Maybe that's, first... maybe that's just the title card. I don't know. No, there's no. an actual short of the, of the lamp. Of that lamp. So, and I know yeah. you love it. So and You love it. Yeah, yes. so you, love, you love it. I love also love lamp. gum. <laughs> Did you say that? I don't remember saying gum. Um. So yeah, Terry, uh, your number one. Uh, my number one is Monsters Inc. Oh. And it's mostly because I used to share a place with my brother and my nephew, who is now 22, was maybe four at the time. And that kid watched the shit out of this movie every day. Oh, and we, we only had one TV in the house that had a DVD player hooked up. And that was upstairs in the living room. So I'd come home, Monsters, Inc. was on. Go to bed, Monsters, Inc. was on. Weekends, Monsters, Inc. was on. So it's probably not the best Pixar movie, I don't think. But it's 
so ingrained into my brain that I don't think I could pick another number one just because of the repetition. Mm-hmm. But it is a good movie. And it's, yeah. you know, it reminds me of my nephew when he was young and not such an asshole. Um, Does he listen to I, this podcast? You're going to have to throw down. Yeah, I don't think he even knows what a podcast is. He's, oh. uh, he just wants to play the video games. That's all. Oh. Um, and it, just like, he knows he's an asshole and he knows I think he's an asshole. So it's all good. Even if he is listening, right, Jake. Um, (laughs) So it's funny because if I had to watch a movie every day for however long you watch it, I'm not sure. Number one would be where I would place it. That's really good of you to be like, I took a a long break. Um, I I have seen it a couple times since just it was on TV or whatever. Um. And anything John Goodman is in, voice, yeah. in person. Yeah, he's great. Amazing. Yeah. He's one of yeah. the best. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, Mo- I, it's Monsters Inc. for those reasons. Okay. And also, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, you know, Cindy, you might want to cover your ears because this is going to get crude. I, oh, yeah. I remember you saying, Terry, that you can't get hard unless you've just watched Monsters Inc. That, you know, you took that somewhere where, you know, I told, like that I told you that in confidence. I feel like that was not needed. I think it was that just kind of went on set. I think we all knew that. Yeah, we just assumed. So like, that, <laughs> yes, I'm never telling you another personal secret again. <laughs> wow. I just, I just thought our it was a uh, a nice anecdote that our listeners could you know maybe identify with. Maybe there's a movie that they cannot get aroused unless they've watched it up beforehand i doubt it's monsters wow. inc i mean that's your thing but i mean you never know wow so now now and it allows our listeners to get mm-hmm. to know you a little bit more to feel like you know they they see a bit into your life yes uh, very thank you thank you yeah, horrifying view yes thank you <laughs> for thank you for window. opening the curtains of my life to yeah. everyone or unzipping your pants and exposing yourself to the world. Um, all right, let's move on to my number one. Uh, my number one is Wally. Um, this thing blew me away when I first saw it. I mean, it's almost like an art house animation movie. Um, it's very little dialogue and how they build the story with just, you know, their actions and all these beeps and boops and everything, how they communicate and it's a beautiful love story. It's a scene where they kind of have like a dance in space and mm-hmm. it's so romantic and beautifully done. Um, it's certainly. Did you just say romantic? I did say it romantic. Was. It was very sweet. It didn't, that, that it didn't arouse beautiful. me, Mr. Yeah, exactly. Monsters, it, Inc. I just found it. I wasn't arousing. It was romantic. It was sweet. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, it, it's certainly an allegory for our times of us polluting and doing all that kind of stuff and being too reliant on machines to do things for us and you know just like oh it's don't worry about this planet because we'll just go to another one and when this one's wrong and but yeah it's it's just a it's a beautiful movie it's it's special i like it i watched it a few times when nate was young <laughs> <laughs> 
and you know we bonded on it and uh yeah i have i have a lego of wally it's pretty cool um but yeah so there wally hey do you realize that during that whole thing there where you're going on about romance and yeah all that stuff i am gonna put some romantic music in the do background it. fine do it. It, will, it will move people it'll be uplifting it'll move something well i mean you you can do that under monsters inc you can put some porn music <laughs> under i would no i was talking about bowels it will move someone's bowels. oh okay <laughs> i thought you were talking about be some some other kind of movement no i am not your mind is constantly in the gutter yeah, dicks all day long. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, uh, as as a bonus, I uh-huh. I'll, I will refer to reveal what this other list is. Um, Wait, are because... we going to do honorable mentions or? Not? Yeah. Whoa. Well, I suppose we could. I mean, I, I think we've all touched on things that will be on our honorables. But yeah, if you guys want to do list off your honorable mentions, go ahead. Toy See, Story and Incredibles. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I Coco, uh Wally. Mm-hmm. And uh there's more. If we did a top 10 list, there would be obviously that would have been yeah. okay. too long but easier. But yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lots of incredible um mm-hmm. lots of Pixar movies I love. Yeah. Coco was one of the more recent ones mm-hmm. that um yeah, it was it was amazing. Just sort of the, the power of music, right? How can mm-hmm. you help yes. you remember stuff? And uh Wally because man, Sorsha was obsessed with this movie started drawing posters for it before it came out and Mm. hanging them up around the house because they were so excited and then after they watched it uh i don't i don't know i think it might be on the wally dvd there's a a the pixar um documentary is and sorcia adds like a seven or eight year old watched that documentary over and over and so it was no new stuff about pixar movies you know that all eight-year-olds know mm-hmm. and back yes. about the type of programming they used and all the order of everything as it came out but uh i actually have a lot of trouble watching it now because of the social commentary right. because of the way the the world is going it actually really upsets them mm-hmm. now so but it is like it's still so beautifully animated, and the music mm-hmm. is lovely. And I love Mo, yes, the cleaning robot. Mm-hmm. He's great. Okay, so mine mm-hmm. honorable mentions: um, Toy Story three and four. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, Toy Story four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, uh, not, I, not two. Um, Incredibles two. Incredibles <laughs> two and onward is on mine as well. Oh, and, okay, nice. And I'll do a shout out to. The movie itself is good, but more for the animation in the movie. The animation to in Brave of the Lee Chick's hair. Yeah. Like the the movement and look of that hair is just it's so crazy. Like the detail and stuff in that. It's who's his own character. Yes. Her hair. But, yeah. but yeah, that's that's it. Okay, now to, on to the list. So no more interruptions. No more talking about getting boners and whatnot. Um that's not what I was talking about. Um, I thought I would involve Nate in, in this topic um, because it is a list that he would be able to make himself because he has seen a lot of the Pixar movies. I'm not, I didn't ask him to justify any of his picks. I didn't ask him any questions as to why. So this is just his list five to one. Wally, Onward, Inside Out, 
Soul, and Coco. And those okay. those are his top five um, Pixar films. In even in his sh- and then he started with ten, whittled it down to five. And his ten, not one Toy Story. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure what to say about that. Yeah, he probably just doesn't like Joan Cusack, so he's just going to rule out the. I final wonder three. why. I'm sure yeah. you're super silent about your opinion of her in your. I house. have not said anything about that Liar. to him. I I, I don't think I have. Oh, okay. I not the only thing that I think he probably knows better than to bring up is mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. He, he yeah. I have never I I have expressed my feelings about that a number of times in front of him. And so he knows better. So yeah. Sites taken. Sites taken. Jenny. Sites taken. Um but oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Your rant on Forrest Gump, you really you really uh you whenever really I go. need sure. whenever I need to get Scott worked up about something. Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. Forrest uh-huh. Gump. Forrest Gump, or uh, who's the guy from um, the actor you hate? What's his name? Oh, well, there's a few. What? Emil Hirsch? <laughs> Emil Hirsch. Yeah. Emil Hirsch. I don't Emil know Hirsch. why. Why do he's you a, hate him so I don't much? Know. I just don't. He's an actor. Who's Emil he's, Hirsch? I don't he's been lots he of different things. You'd know who he was to see him. Mm. It's about oh, Emil Hirsch, Ethan Hawk, Josh Hartnett. I just, I don't care for them unless unless it's they're in an ensemble so they can be Mm -hmm. toned down a little bit i don't like them Mm -hmm. as as leads um unless it's an ethan hawk movie where he's the lead but then he eventually dies in the movie then i'm fine with that um wow yeah um so but yeah no there's there's some some actors i just oh jared leto i'd put in that category too that i oh why what is your problem he's just so pretentious and you know the, the fact that when he won his Oscar, which was deserving, he was very good when he won his Oscar for Dallas Buyers Club. Um, the fact that he had to mention 30 seconds to Mars in his acceptance speech is like, fuck off. What? Why? They're, a great, they're a great band. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know much about 30 seconds to Mars. It's his, it's, it's his band. <laughs> It's his band that he kidding? does with his it's his band that he does with his brother. Like he thanked his brother for that journey that they'd gone on together as part of the band. He, and he thanked that for in his Oscar speech. I'm like, go fuck yourself. So I liked it in Fight Club when he got the shit beat, you know, beaten out of him. That was great. I liked it in Panic Room when he got his face blown off. That was great. But American uh, Psycho. American Psycho, yes. You know, he got the uh chopped up nice. Chopped up, yep. To Huey um, Lewis in the news. To Huey Lewis. Is yep. that a raincoat? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> See, I've seen that one. Yes. But I do this for a that's, that's because you're you're a huge Christian Bale fangirl. I love Christian Bale. I haven't seen him in everything, though. There are movies of his I won't watch. Well, because there are some movies he's not in. So he's not in everything. <laughs> and all the movies are poorer for it. Yes. <laughs> it's... it's so uh i think that brings us to uh pick of the pod so um again uh, uh you know guests honor hey everybody quiet down please these two jerks have an opinion here is this episode's pick of the pod all right well you pretty much told me 
what I could talk about. I told you it was an option. You didn't have to. You were raving about it and talking about it. And Terry and I haven't discussed it. So you might as well. All right. Well, I'm not going to give any spoilers in case mom and dad actually do listen to this podcast because they both want to watch it. But it's free guy. And I loved it so much. I've already Mm. watched it twice. Nice. I will fully (laughs) intend on watching it again. Yeah. I have realized through this movie, I don't know why I didn't really think. I love a movie with a really sincere, earnest lead. Like somebody mm-hmm. just absolutely believes in what they're doing, even if it's yeah. ridiculous. Like it's one of the reasons I love Eurovision, the Spire saga. <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> so earnest. I know mom yes. think would be like, well, and, and then if you want to go with Will Ferrell, you can go with Elf as well. Oh, like, exactly. Like, He's yeah. just so sincere. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to pick a fight with you, Terry, because I know Captain America, the first movie, is not your favorite, but it's actually one of my favorite movies of the Marvel Universe because I love Steve Rogers so much because he is so earnest and forthright and just has a path and wants to help people and really believes in what he's doing. And that's that's one of the reasons I love, like, I, I love I that movie so much. I don't think Captain America, the first one's a bad movie. I just don't think it's as good as... Yeah, no, and ones. like... And other people would agree because it's an origin story and a lot of people don't like, you know, origin stories can kind of be a bit slower. I didn't mind that. I'd like, I love an origin story. So, um, I mean, like, yeah, Sean's like winter soldiers way better. So, um, which is good or civil war. I mean, whatever mm-hmm. it's, I, I mean, I really, there's not a lot. We of don't need no I civil war. Like. No, we don't need no civil war. <laughs> yes. You guys are quoting something I'll probably never see. No, it's, it's a Guns N' Roses song. Oh. oh so okay yep i haven't listened to guns and roses since like the early 90s and that's only well, that's because when was the, that's when this album came out well i don't remember it <laughs> anyway but yeah so that's one of the reasons i love because like you know guy is just so sincere and sweet and just Unflappable. You know, really just wants to help people and yes. uh and uh the kid there from stranger things he was great Mm. You know, you haven't seen it, Scott, but yeah. I know who I know who he is. Yeah. Well, I kept to. thinking about him like, God damn, you look like Ben Schwartz. Um yeah. and, really and, does. And, and Channing Tatum is a great dancer. Okay, here's uh. the thing. When you said the cam one of the cameos by Channing Tatum, I was almost like because I remember seeing him and going, Well, that can't be Channing Tatum mm-hmm. because he's actually doing well. Yeah. See Channing Tatum and that's the thing. Not that great. He's so funny. That's the thing. You need to watch Twenty One and Twenty Two no. Jump Street. You have I've to. tried to watch it, and I oh, no. He is so I don't like good. Jonah Hill. So uh, see, but Channing Tatum mm-mm. is so good in those. I mm, I got fifteen minutes in. And I'm like, nope, nope, nope. That's just How not for you. me. How dare you? Not for me. How dare you? Figured your podcast was the great place to break that news to you. So sorry. <laughs> That's it. This, this podcast is over. <laughs> but anyway, he was very funny in yes. it. And uh yeah, the second time around I caught all the cameos you've mentioned. Yes. But yeah, no, it's 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 a fun movie. I I've yeah, still it was awesome. Seen, yeah, I've yeah. only seen it once. I haven't watched it again yet, even though it's free on Disney now. But uh yeah, you know, we saw it at the theater with with Nate and uh yeah, mm-hmm. it was I mean, Ryan Reynolds is, he's great. He's just so funny. I mean, like he, he can say anything and it's going to be funny. It's just his delivery, yeah. his cadence. And it's just, yeah, he is just so sincere in the movie, like you said. And it's like, yeah, he just goes about his day and just, you know, 
lets things happen matter of factly and just like, okay, yeah, yeah just rolls with the bunches and like, okay, this is happening yeah. now. And yeah. then you get the, you know, the end with, with, with don't the, say anything. No, I'm with dude, with dude. Yeah. You get dude, some dude. Great. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Dude's awesome. Yeah. Dude's- <laughs> Yeah. Adjective. Yeah. I just said if dad does watch this, I think yes. I love that part that you're yeah. talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that. Yeah. No. So, but hi, yeah, dad no. and mom. <laughs> yes. Listening. Yeah. No, that's that, 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 that scene is, I mean, not that you have to pay for it. I was anymore, on but my that, feet screaming at the television. Yes, that, <laughs> that, 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 that scene was worth the price of admission just for that one, you know, 10 second little clip, whatever. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sad that we didn't actually get to see it in the theater. Right. But that's when things started going downhill, downhill again here. So yeah. Boo. Right. Things right. have never things have never really gone uphill here for about a year and a half. So yeah. Well, I just yeah. I just take my chances now. I just, yeah. I mean he he hasn't stopped licking things when we go out. I mean, that hasn't changed. That's... I can't wait to get back to that. I mean, I've I've, mm-hmm. I've put it on hold. It's just, mm-hmm. you know. It's my Time Tourette's. Not right. It's my Tourette's. Yeah. 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 Things, dressing about this monsters. Yes. So weird. Stressing about Monsters Inc. No, that doesn't stress. He's, that's what he's doing. He's that's dressing. A that's a dressing. Release. No, no, no. Dressing things up as monsters when he goes out. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, 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 Terry, your pick of the pod. So. Uh, I just want to say this isn't my pick of the pod, but I just want to say that I watched the new Candyman. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really good. Yes. Like the way they tied in the current state of, you know, the way things are right now. Um, yes. With racial unrest and all exactly, that. Exactly. Uh, with the racial stuff, um, with like the gentrification, mm-hmm. with, um, and tying in the original Candyman and making a continual story. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And, and how, he, how it developed, how it was more, became more of a body horror movie. Yeah. And, by, yeah. by the end of the movie. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, my pick of the pod is a movie I watched last night. No idea why I put it on. Okay. Uh, called Superhost and it's on Shudder. Okay. Uh, basically it's um this couple this young couple have a video um blog series about um them staying at different bed and breakfasts and and stuff like that um and they stay at the wrong bed and breakfast and things go sideways now i thought the movie was kind of boring and subpar mm-hmm. until there's one um kill scene i suppose which i was even like and it usually doesn't bother me but i was like damn that was harsh so then i got more invested and it turned out to be decent actually so do you you know the time code so we can tell cindy so she can tune into the movie and just watch that one scene don't bother no No. uh it's about an hour in okay yeah never will watch it doesn't (laughs) matter no, if you don't like that type of stuff, this will like probably it. not do you any good. It's it's Scott and I have a lot in common, but man, when it comes to movies, there are, we are very opposite in a lot of ways. I mean, like, we, I, I mean, yeah, not, we, we have I we have a stomach good, any horror movies. Yeah, I mean, we have so. we have quite a bit of overlap, right? I mean, yeah. we both know what each other 
likes and yes. we you know, when it comes to superhero movies or yeah. just those quirky comedies that kind of yeah. stuff um but yeah when it comes to more extreme stuff i mean you'll watch some action movies some um, but um if it has like a if it's rated r with blood and splatter and forget it you won't watch that or mm-hmm. any scott, horror scott mm-hmm. loves the filth he always has like yeah. what was it dreamscape 10th birthday i think that was one of the first horror movies you rented Probably sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's so. tame. That's tame compared to anything else. And and the thing is, I've watched that in the last few years, and it's better now because there's actually a political conspiracy movie within that movie, not just cool special effects and a cool idea of somebody going into dreams and that kind of stuff and manip- mm-hmm. man- manipulating their lives. There's a great political thriller in there as well, and so it's actually a, a better movie now. Than okay. when I watched it when I was ten, so where it was always a good movie within a yes. movie, but you know, being I just 10, didn't pick it up. Yes, exactly. I I wasn't as savvy in my political, um, you know, wasn't able to pick that up. And it has mm-hmm. Dennis Quaid in it, and yeah, it's Max right. Max yeah, von no. Sydow, and um, you know, mm-hmm. Max von Sydow, he's oh. he's the he's the villain. He's the head of the brewery in Strange Brew. Oh hell, I don't remember that. I barely remember that movie. I remember laughing, and that was about it. And even then, remember, sure. you remember steamrolling? Is that about all you remember? I'm going to steamroll <laughs> you. Yes. Forgot about that. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, your pick of the pod. My pick of the pod is something I watched last night, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily the best thing I've watched this week, but I, it kind of ties in with my. It's a good companion piece with my uh, challenge movie. And this is one that just came on Netflix called Werewolves Within. Um, this is based on a video game, but I didn't know that. But Ubisoft came up from in the, in the title credits. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess it's a video game. Um, it's about an isolated town. And there's an oil guy in town trying to buy up property so they can put up a pipeline. And there's some people against it, some people for it. And so there's a lot of tension built up in the town. And then so people start dying. Um, and it's, you know come to realize that there's a werewolf but then they all seal themselves off into this one hotel and they realize that one of them is probably the werewolf and so then you know they start getting picked off and but it's more of a comedy than a horror there really isn't much blood in it but it's 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 yeah it's, it's, it was a fun movie um it stars sam richardson i don't know if you know him cindy he was he's in veep which i know you don't watch He's in a series called the the Detroiters, which is a very mm. fun TV series. I think it's on Crave. You could watch that. He's in the final season of The Office for about six episodes. He works for the company that Jim makes. Um, oh, I don't. I yeah. know the name, but yeah, I don't, he's I very listen. funny. Um, he's he was a guest on um, How Did This Get Made, and he's been in lots. He's just one of those faces that you see show up a lot. He's very very funny. Um, it's got an actress named uh, Milana Vaintrub. You you would probably best know her as Gilfoy's girlfriend on on Silicon Valley, uh, Tara. Right? Oh, right, right, like right, goth, right. Goth type chick. Yeah. She's also yeah, in some yeah. AT&T commercials. Like she's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I know you have TV. And mm-hmm. this is for Terry. While there's a lot of recognizable faces in it, there's a actor named Harvey... Uh, Harvey Gillian, um, or Gian, who plays Guillermo, 
on what we do in the shadows and yes. the, in the TV series. So, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a fun movie. Yeah. It just, just came out. It's a 2001 or 2021 release. Just and came out. It just came out on 20 Netflix. years ago, 2001. Yeah. It just came out. No, it's 2001 right now. Right. It's 2001. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not married. I don't have a child. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm pregnant with Sorsha. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, no, it's um, that's my pick of the pod. I mean, probably the best thing I saw this week was I saw Green Knight. I just went in last minute and went. Oh, I'm going to drive to Canyon Meadows and go watch the Green Knight. That was supposed to be a date night for us, but I guess um, I'm just not that important you're... anymore. It was the last minute thing, and you live very far away from Canyon Meadows. And I I had like 20 minutes to get to the theater when I decided to go see it. And so it takes 15 minutes to get to the theater. And so and it's just kind of funny. I mean, this, it was the first time where I actually had to show my vaccine passport. Yeah. So, um, but I went up there, ordered my ticket, ordered my food, paid for everything. And then she said, oh, do you have your passport? Like after we've gone through everything. So if I hadn't have it, what, you're going to just take all this food just back? Just escort and... me out. Oh, yeah. yeah you so... could have taken your popcorn with you and gone home, yeah. I guess. But yeah. So yeah. But yeah, I saw that. That was a good movie. I'm not going to go into it. But yeah, it's based on a poem about one of the knights of King Arthur and uh, got Dev Patel in the lead. And he's he's very good. So what's it called? The Green Knight. Green Knight. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So there, nice. but yeah, so it's not the pick of the pod, but it's still a good movie. So, okay. Um, okay. so, uh, Terry, even though Cindy will not be a part of the next podcast because you know she'll probably be banned, people will just stop listening. Um, what is we're gonna have one less listener because I'm not gonna listen yes. to this one because I don't want to listen to myself. So, um, what is our category for next week? This one's going to take some thought. Okay. I would like the list to be movies that changed the way we perceived film. Okay. You know what I mean? Like movies mm-hmm. that changed filmmaking, that kind of or stuff. Or changed well, no, you like, as a person? Yeah, like movies that kind of made you look at films differently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, for good or bad, um, you know, for example, like, uh, say, like Cindy, for example, you don't mm-hmm. like horror movies, but say you saw a horror, horror movie and it changed the way that you perceive movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So oh, then yeah. it like changed the way you watch them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I yeah. think that's what I would like. To or or is there a movie in particular that leans towards the horror side that you watched and then you went, nope, no more. Is there one of those? Sure. Uh, I, I, I won't be here to participate next week, but I yes. can name two yes. things off the top. Well, I, that's why I was, I was directing okay. the question to you. Yes. The horror movie thing, I've never even sat through a whole horror movie. And I was watching an episode of Donahue with Mum. <laughs> And they were showing clips from horror movies um, mm. as a way to demonstrate how badly women were treated in movies, I think. And those right. two clips gave me nightmares for years. 
I was very young. I was, I mean, I was probably like nine or 10, maybe 11 at the most. And from, yeah, so that those had a horrible impression on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, it was so obviously fake. I mean, it was clearly a mannequin head that fell, but it's still, I was at the wrong age. And right. um, so, yeah, that changed a lot. So whenever we, you would watch anything with any blood, mm-hmm. like I remember we watched um, Critters or something. Mm-hmm. Again, when the guy gets there's a tongue wrapped around his neck or whatever, and I left the room. And uh I would I couldn't even sit through Dune because of all the knives when Sting and Kyle McLaughlin mm. are fighting. I was worried somebody's gonna be a stab. Are you gonna watch so, the new yeah. Dune? I don't know. I haven't decided. Yeah. Maybe I'm more excited about the Matrix, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Spider-Man. Um but you watch you watch Poltergeist. Yeah, and that terrified me. But again, yeah. there were certain times where we were watching movies where I went through a phase in my life where I'm like, I'm not, I, w- I was tired of being made fun of by my friends and family for not sitting through movies. Yeah, don't right. whatever me. Don't so, what yeah. So I sat through things like Poltergeist. I watched Alfred Molina be covered with tarantulas in Indiana Jones, which I wouldn't watch Ooh, that scene now if you paid scary, me. Scary, scary. Yeah because a lot of those were real i don't like spiders so um anyway but yeah now i don't care right care. i'm like nope just not gonna watch it in fact yeah so i but poltergeist yeah that that terrified me are you too. gonna watch so, or have you or are you gonna watch the new mutants i don't know I'm it's better than you think it's actually a better than i liked it yeah what good. is it a series what is it the new mutants movie? it's it's a movie the x-men it's like the newest in the x-men series or whatever oh you know, is it out yeah it's on disney now but yeah new oh, mutants. Okay. It, it's they call it a horror they call it oh. the, a horror one but it was delayed so many times and then just for production reasons and then because of the pandemic and all this kind of stuff um but the trailers that came out early mm-hmm. mostly show things that aren't even in the movie like the, oh. a big strong horror element had, was like lifted from okay. from the movie, but yeah, no. It's, oh, okay, it's, it's good. All right, all right. Didn't know it was on there. Yes, but um, in a, in the movie that made me, Scott, you will agree with this. Made me really think about how much time I want to invest in a movie that I know is going to be a piece of crap. Mm. Is Mission to Mars? It completely and utterly changed. It's yeah. like I ain't wasting my time on this garbage. This is why if I get into a movie ten minutes in and I'm like get it like yeah, that's, a, that's a that's a bad movie yes bad it's unbelievable like i knew i don't know what it was it was something about the way the cameras swoop into the barbecue and right at the beginning i'm like oh boy this is this isn't gonna be good i didn't know why and about halfway through turned to sean and i'm like is this me or is this movie kind of blow and he's like yeah it's pretty bad and it was opening night and the theater's packed and um anyway but yeah that that movie literally has changed it's like uh-uh because every time something is a waste of time i'm like yeah i want that time back i want three hours i sat through mission to mars back life's too short for bad movies. life's too short for bad movies yeah so well that's there you go mm-hmm. okay so um now that so you guys t- do that. We, we, we will do that we will that will be our jumping point for uh next episode so um is there anything else you guys on your mind that you want to talk about or discuss or anything like that? I don't have anything. Nope. Okay. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about cheese or anything? Or mm, I didn't have any cheese today. 
You didn't? Nope. I did. I had a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, and wow. I normally don't have grilled cheese sandwiches because. Uh, was it lactose free cheese? It was on gluten free bread. <laughs> wow, that's excellent. <laughs> bread I made. It was pretty good. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A, a really good restaurant grilled cheese sandwich I can't have anymore. Makes me sad. Do you, do you cry so. yourself to sleep over it? Is that something that bothers you? you cry yourself to sleep? No, I don't want to talk about it. You want to talk more? more? Okay. No. So, anyways, anyways, thanks very much, guys, for having yeah, me. Yeah, so on. it was nice having you. Yeah, um, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. So, if you can, if you happen to think of another topic that you think you can participate in, let okay. us know, and we could try to incorporate it. You know, not next okay. week, but you know, sometime. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I mean, you're not. You know, you're just, it's, this isn't the Cindy show, so you know, we're not going to. Just remember, every time I'm on here, you lose a fan who listens. I mean, it's so. true. I mean, <laughs> It's true. If we want to get those numbers down, then we know what the tonic for that is. Um, oh, so I'm going to tell my friends. Okay, do that. So, All right. So then, oh, so then maybe we will get a boosted listenership some... because you know, yeah, for everyone we lose, we might gain a couple. So you never know. Win, but they're only going to listen to yours. They're not going to like go wow. They're on a restless. Yeah, we gotta so. we gotta dig back into this catalog. <laughs> yeah, it's a deep dive. You gotta happen, man. <laughs> oh, they talk about shark exorcists. Cindy listened to that twice. That must be a good one. Must, so must be great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I can understand why you guys wanted to change your format. I mean, like even like on how did this get made? They do complain sometimes about the amount that they have to watch these bad movies. And I, but at least they get paid. Yeah, that's true. How do they get made? We, you know, get the way they get paid and. But I mean, like, yeah, uh, Jason Manzoukas just kills me because his go-to phrase is compelling. Everything yes. is really compelling. And if he doesn't or, or say it's confounding. compelling, confounding. Or confounding, yes. Yeah, if it's not compelling, he is, you know, it wasn't a movie worth watching. If, if so. Speaking of Manzoukas, like here, here's a plug for a different podcast. You know, you know they're going to get a huge listener boost because I've mentioned them. Um, right. It, it's a podcast called Blank Check um it's they're talk about you know films or filmmakers who have played the system done well made money and then they've just been given a blank check to do whatever they want afterwards and that's mm -hmm. basically and then they'll go over a, a whole filmography of of a certain director or whatever and so this last one they were doing a uh, big trouble in little china <laughs> it's three hours long Oh and God. it's with and it's with Paul and Jason, and it is nice. awesome. Okay, okay, all yeah. right. I will listen to that. Mm -hmm. Man, that movie. Whew. That movie's awesome. Yeah. Don't you be. Know, it is, I love it. It's yes, just, it's such a weird, weird. We watched it for the first time in such a yeah, odd was, location. Yeah, it was, that was weird. I mean, it, again, you know, we're just bringing in the fans. Um, <laughs> We had just moved to we had just moved to Ottawa and it was in the summer, so it was before school had started. So we didn't know anybody. We were just kind of hanging out outside or whatever. And our neighbors saw that we were kind of bored, and they said, "Oh, do you want to watch a movie?" And they invited us into their house. I don't think they even had kids. No, they didn't they even have kids. kids. And they just set up this big trouble in Little China for us, <laughs> not knowing what our interest in film was. Nope. And they just left, right? They just yeah. <laughs> they would give us a way to kill time. And they put on this crazy ass movie, not knowing what how we would receive it. And it was awesome. But it was like it was just great. out of nowhere, these people, oh, come watch this movie. I'm like, 
okay. And that's how we were introduced to it. Yeah, I mean, I they, did, they didn't they didn't lure go. us into the house with candy or anything. They no, just no, no, said, no, no, no. It, it was fine. The experience itself, all we did was watch the movie and leave. I don't even yes. know if we said goodbye to them. I think we just left. Yeah, I think but, we just left. Uh, remember, but yeah, I think uh, that was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess she figured probably you can't go wrong with Kurt Russell. So yes, why not? That's how a lot of episodes of Dateline start. You know, that's <laughs> like, how to catch a predator. Yeah. The house. <laughs> yes, <laughs> innocent film. <laughs> Big trouble in little China became big trouble in the basement. Anyway. Yeah, that's the thing. They did lure us to the basement, and that's where we watched the movie. And like, it's like okay, <laughs> so, yeah. so it was like a private cinema next it was. door to your house. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of private cinema, let's go back, and just, we're just going to continue this. I was the only one in the theater for Green Knight. Oh, literally the only that's one. That's two now. That's two now. That's two, almost two in a row. Or t- where there terry and i were in cop shop and we're the only oh, yeah. two in the theater and this green night i was the only one in the theater and so yeah That's so that was that, that, nobody, that, was, nobody that felt taste that felt really good it was really weird it was like the, pretending like this was my house right and i got this huge screen and i'm just like indulging in this movie by myself take my pants off well yeah yeah I and mean, yet i mean it's no monsters inc so Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you, you brought a blow up doll of Terry. He said this idea. Yes. He looked like you look over and apologize. Sorry, man, you're not here. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, no, I was uh, so yeah. So I guess we did have other things to discuss. And so that that happened. So, so yeah. So and Do I Do you I have like, a first memory, Terry, that you'd like to share about a movie? That you how you were introduced in some some weird way you were introduced into a film? Well, Scott knows my friend Blaze. His brother's, I think he just turned 53. So he's almost 10 years older than us. And um, he used to let us watch all sorts of stuff when we were kids. Um, Alice, Sweet Alice was one of the first ones he let us watch. I was mm-hmm. maybe seven. It's a horror film. Okay. Yeah. Ah, the, excellent. Slasher the, form. The Shining. Oh, no. All the Friday the Thirteenth, so that's why I'm I am not sensitive to anything like that at all anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I was exposed at an early age, but I was never invited down into a strange basement. If that's what you're asking, it's too no. bad. Yeah, not that, to that... watch, not to watch movies, anyways. <laughs> For other purposes, that's a different uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So yeah. Well then, I think this has been a pleasure. Uh, I think it's time to wrap wrap up. And um, Cindy, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me on. And um, though this is uh, Scott signing off for uh, Flixmax. And this is Terrence. So until next time, toodles. Toodles.